Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepoint.com. 17 is where we're going. Familiar territory. We've been here a couple times lately. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then he entered a certain village. There met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his, feet, on, on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. Everyone say, Thanksgiving. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? <clears throat> Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Psalm 104 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Today, Concluding our Thanksgiving series, this final installment is called Thanksgiving, the fruit of Thanksgiving, the fruit of Thanksgiving, but um, to the chagrin of all the media and graphics people, I have a sub subtitle, and it's called Thanksgiving, the fruit of Thanksgiving, the door to more. Can you say that, the door to more? Let's say a prayer. Father, thank you so much for your blessing, for your faithfulness, for your goodness. I pray that you would speak to our hearts in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. There's more that the Lord wants to do in your life. Amen. And I'm telling you the door to more is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. A couple of weeks ago, Jason Benavides preached about the ten lepers in our reading. And then I preached from the same story. And we focused in on that Samaritan leper. It's a beautiful story. He was the only Samaritan, it looks like, out of the ten. Jesus healed all of them, and then the Samaritan was the only one who returned to say thanks. And because of his thanksgiving, Jesus did something even deeper in his life. Thanksgiving gives you access to deep stuff, to more of God's blessings. How many of you would like Jesus to do something deeper in your life than what he's already done? How many of you could use more of God's blessings in your life than what you already have? I'm going to tell you that's all of us. And Thanksgiving is the door to more. But, but here's what that means. And this is where I want to focus today. The fact that this Samaritan ended up getting more indicates that he needed more. Right? Can you see that? The fact that he got more means he needed more. So the lesson we learned from this Samaritan leper is this. If you will give thanks to God for what you do have, even when you don't have everything you need, it will open the door to more. Because Thanksgiving is the door to more. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. More healing is on the other side of thanksgiving. Well, I've been healed in the past, but... I've got a few needs. Thanksgiving is the door to more healing, more provision, more peace, more deliverance. 
don't get in the mully grubs because you don't have enough money for the holidays. Why don't you thank God for the fact that you've got some family to spend the holidays with during this holiday season. Don't get bummed out because you don't have that perfect job that, that idealistically you've been searching for. Thank God that you do have a job and you do have some income. Thanksgiving is the door to more. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Amen? Are you with me? Isn't this exciting? Now, years ago, Valerie and I, Caleb and Elizabeth, and a dog named Rooftop lived in a 29-foot travel trailer for nearly four years, 29 feet. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about right here. 29 feet. Me, Valerie, Caleb, Lizzie, Roofie. <laughs> Roofie. And, and we lived in there for nearly four years. Now, our fellow empty, empty nesters are, are getting travel trailers and motorhomes and stuff. And they're like, oh, it's awesome. We go camping and it's just a blast. You guys should get yourself a motorhome or a travel trailer. And, and it's just so awesome. And, and when they start talking to us like that, I notice Valerie, she, she starts twitching just, <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, it, there's a lot of memories associated with it. I, I don't care if you have a $10,000 uh, travel trailer or a, a quarter of a million dollar uh, coach, you're going to be somewhere at a flying J with a tube coming out the side dumping your black water. Throwing a bunch of chemicals in that tank. I don't want to get too graphic, but I'm just telling you. Our maiden voyage had several near-death experiences. Here's the deal. First of all, I had a van that didn't have enough motor to pull this bad boy. We, we hardly had any money. Had it not been for my uh, beloved father and, and mother-in-law, we, we, we couldn't have even got what we had. But this was our van right here. That thing had over 100,000, really about 200,000 miles on it. It had a Dodge 318 in it. My father-in-law found the deal. I was driving an 85 Jeep Cherokee that was a piece of junk, four-cylinder, like a go-kart, barely, barely ran. And, and I, I just traded that thing, and my father-in-law found this for sale at a utility company in Brownsville, Texas. And so we drove, me and a friend of mine, Eldridge Gidrose, we drove in the middle of the night. And we drove all the way to Brownsville, long drive down there, finally get to Brownsville. And I was so excited because this was the beginning, this was the launch of my awesome uh, itinerary-based uh, ministry. I got a travel trailer, I need a van to pull it with, here it is, Brent, it's, it's down there. And I, we drive in, and I'm so excited to tell Eldridge, I said, let's not go to the hotel, let's go straight to the lot, I've got to see the van in person. This is pre-internet, I didn't have pictures. When we drove up to the lot, Eldridge, if I'm lying, I'm dying, opens his door, looks at it, rolls out on the ground, belly laughing at my van. <laughs> belly laughing at my van. And I was like, oh, wow, man, you know, it's got, it's got white bumpers and uh, white wheels, and it's a window van. I, did, I, I was thinking like some kind of custom van. or Not at all. Not at all. And, and so our maiden voyage, we... we, we 
pulled that trailer up to Hope, Arkansas to get on I-30. We were headed up north because we were young and, 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 and the, the ones that were seasoned at traveling and preaching, they wintered in the south when they spoke and they summered in the north. But when you're new, you go up north in the winter. I got a 29-foot travel trailer. And, and so we drove, uh, we hit I-30 at Hope, Arkansas, and I got in the wrong lane. I got in the fast lane. I can only go about 60 miles an hour tops. And, and if I mean, it seemed like 10,000 18-wheelers came roaring by me on the right side, honking and telling me that I was number one. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying, I got my blinker on. Idiots, you know, like, let me over. And, and, and they wouldn't. They're just flying past me. And, and, and so that, that was bad. We continued to Gravel Ridge, Arkansas. I told the men's breakfast this yesterday. Uh, when we were in Gravel Ridge, uh, we stopped at a church and parked. They let us uh, park there and on our way to Illinois. And I had never lit the hot water heater in this thing. So I like the hot water heater, Bill. And when I do, <clears throat> I didn't realize it's supposed to be a jet blue flame. It's like, like that. But instead, there was a little spider's nest in there. So it was just a yellow flame, just kind of like doing this right here. And I'm like, well, that's weird. I thought it was supposed to be. I don't know. You know, that, I guess that's okay. So I went to bed. The next morning, I thought, I'm going to go check that hot water heater. I went out, and that flame had grown. And it's like literally shooting out the side of the trailer. And it's going, <laughs> and it's like licking over the top of the trailer. And I'm like, holy cow. I'm trying to blow out the fire. Little spiders thing made all the difference, you know. Like, holy cow, almost burned the trailer to the ground. We haven't even got started. We finally get up to the north. It's, it's like literally like zero degrees. We're from Louisiana. It's, it, those trailers are not made for zero degrees. It's like zero degrees. And, and we're, we're going through propane bottles left and right, just like, like just going through them, two a day, you know, just blowing through those propane bottles. And that's a fortune. And, and, uh, and then my, my, all my water freezes up. My, my gray water, my black water, all my water freezes up. And so then my pipes crack underneath. And I find myself on my back underneath my travel trailer with a hairdryer trying to blast through a black water pipe that's frozen. And, and it's cracked open. And I'm, I'm just like, whoo. And I'm thinking to myself, but when it melts, what do I do? I mean, it was just, there were some difficult times. And, and here's, here's why I'm saying all of that. During the same time, I knew a wealthy man. His name was Herman. And, and, and he was from my home church. And Herman dressed for success, lived in a mansion, had at least one vacation home on a lake with a bass boat, party barge, ski boat, jet skis. And, and, and honestly, he was so kind to us. He was so nice to us. When we would come down and had any time, he would give us the keys to that vacation house. And we would go and just chill and relax. He was awesome. But the number nine to me was his descriptive number because he dressed to the nines. He lived on cloud nine. Had success, money, power, influence, the whole nine yards. So nine was his number. And anytime you asked Herman how he was doing, he would say, smile big as Dallas. And he would say, just right. Just right. And it was during that season of my life with the Smurf mobile and the travel trailer that when he would say, just right, I would say, yeah, I bet you are just right, you know. Living like you're living, you know, you're living just right. Of course you're just right. I was having to learn 
The spiritual principle of giving thanks when everything is not quite just right. Giving thanks when you're in need of more is like planting seeds that will eventually reap a harvest of more. You've got to begin to thank Him before everything is just right. More is the fruit of your thanksgiving. A thankful heart is the door to more. Are you with me? Give the Lord some praise right now. I love you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we, we like, uh, Amanda, we like Airbnbs now and hotels. That's, that's the way we roll now. It's, it's not. And when they have that, we have this special deal on our Airbnb. It's an RV because there are some of those. And we're like, we'll pass. Thank you. In 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Paul said, in everything... Give thanks. You, you don't have to thank God for everything, but you can maintain an attitude of thankfulness in everything that you go through. And, and we're going to take communion at the end of this service. And of course, you can thank the Lord for the cross and the empty tomb and the forgiveness of sins, the word, the Holy Ghost, salvations, uh, salvation. Uh, theologians call this saving grace, saving grace. But there's the everyday stuff too, nature, beauty, Family, health, theologians call this common grace. And being thankful for that, it's important too. It's about the attitude of the heart. No matter what we're facing, there's always something to be thankful for. And I don't want to gloss this over. I know some of you are going through some difficult seasons, difficult times, hard stuff, stuff you can't explain. Stuff you can't wave a magic wand and fix. You can't cite some kind of verse like an incantation and change everything immediately. You're facing some, some difficult stuff. But there is some stuff you need to be thankful for. Amen. Because that's the door to more. Some stuff. Matthew Henry, got a picture of him. He was a famous 18th century Bible commentator. He was robbed of his wallet. And in his diary that night, Matthew wrote four things he was thankful for. Number one, he said that I have never been robbed before. <laughs> Number two, that though he took my wallet, he did not take my life. Number three, that even though, and this one's kind of funny, he took it all, it wasn't much. <laughs> and the fourth thing he said was, I thank you, Lord, that it was me who was the one being robbed and that I wasn't in such a state of mind that I was doing the robbing. Isn't that good? Yeah. Helen Keller said, I cried because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. Let me ask you, what are you thankful for? Even though Jesus has done so much for you, and I mean, blessed your socks off, done some great things in your life. You and I both know that you've still got a few pieces to the puzzle that are missing. That's how this Samaritan leper was. And I want you to encourage you, get your eyes off what you don't have, go to the source of the blessing, and thank him for what he already has done. Let your heart fill up with thanksgiving. Take it to Jesus and just unload it. Lavish your thanksgiving on the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the door to more. 
Why don't you right now close your eyes with me. Think of three or four things, maybe two or three things that you are thankful for. And why don't you thank the Lord with me right now. Can you do that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just in your mind there, if you want to verbalize that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my health. Thank you that I was able to wake up this morning. Thank you, Lord, that I've got my right mind. Thank you that I'm in the house of the Lord with the people of God today, Lord. I give you praise for that. I thank you for that, Lord. It's an attitude of thanksgiving. Isn't that what you do with your family, with your kids? When you bless your kids, what's the door to more? Is it when they act like you owed it to them? It's about time. It's about time you gave me that 50 bucks, Dad. How does that work? How is that a door to more? It's kind of like, oh, well, we'll just see how long it is before you get the next 50 bucks, you know. You have a little attitude shift before you get any more money from me. The blessings just kind of dry up when there's not an attitude of gratitude. It's not that you don't love your kids. You do. But you're trying to teach them to walk in humility, to recognize and acknowledge the source of their blessings. And in that particular case, it's you. I am the source of your blessings. You better treat me right, boy. Now, here's the deal. You're, you're trying to get them to value the relationship over the rewards that come from the relationship. And y'all, we get that honest as parents. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's the way our heavenly Father is. Listen to this, Matthew 7, 9-11. Or what man is there among you who if his son asks for bread will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish will give him a serpent? If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Folks, it's not about the bread or the fish or the good things. It's about recognizing and acknowledging the source of the blessings. They come from our Heavenly Father. Right. Amen? Right. They, they come from our Heavenly Father. James put it like this, the half-brother of Jesus in 117. Every good and perfect gift comes down from above and cometh from the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. The old doxology put it this way. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above you heavenly hosts. Come on now. He wants us to value the relationship over the rewards. Thanksgiving to God now is the door to more blessings tomorrow. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And bless His name. Give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord. 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4 speaks of four different types of prayer. It says this, Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving thanks be made for all men. Thanksgiving is included in this list. Thanksgiving is a type of prayer. 
If a spirit of thanksgiving just sweeps over a congregation, it sounds like a prayer meeting. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just, just a thankful heart. And I would argue that it's also a type of praise. Hebrews 13, 15 speaks of the sacrifice of praise. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. The sacrifice of praise. I still have pieces missing, but I want to thank you anyway. It's a sacrifice. I've got pieces missing, but I want to thank you anyway. I just want to thank you. It's a sacrifice of praise. It reminds me of, of Abraham taking Isaac up on top of Mount Moriah. And he told those servants, I and the lad, we're going up there to worship. The Lord has asked me of my son. I don't have all the answers here. It looks like I'm missing some pieces. But I'm going up there to thank the Lord for his blessed name. And for being able to hear his voice. And that's when he heard the voice that said, look behind you Abraham. And there was a ram caught in the thicket. And he called that place Jehovah Jireh. The Lord provides. If you want God to provide the missing pieces. Give him thanks in the middle of your trial. And in the middle of your storm. And in the middle of your questioning. Give him praise. It is a sacrifice. But it is the door to more. Give him praise right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the door to more, church. On this Sunday before Thanksgiving, I want you to understand the power of Thanksgiving. The leper offered up the sacrifice of praise. Still had pieces missing. Giving praise. Giving thanks. One of the chief characteristics of the godly, scripturally, is the ability to say thank you. One of the chief characteristics of the ungodly is the inability to say thank you. Notice this, Romans 1, 21 through 28. When they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. Paul told Timothy, in the last days, perilous times shall come. He gives this whole list of terrible things. One of the things was unthankful. Unthankful. It starts when we're not thankful. And because we're not thankful, the Bible said here in Romans 1, God gave them up, gave them over. There was no protection. The works of the flesh, the devil was exploiting that flesh. It all started when there was an unthankful heart. Unthankful for what we already have. When they knew he was God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful. But I want to tell you the opposite is true too. The thankful. Those who are thankful for what they do have. I'm telling you, there is a hedge of protection. There is a guard over their heart. There are angels that are watching over that we go from glory to glory and faith to faith and victory to victory. God is for us and not against us and He's on our side. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Thanksgiving's the door to more. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. The flesh, the devil, the enemy have no foothold on the child of God who walks in thanksgiving. I thank you, Lord, for the common grace. I thank you, Lord, for saving grace. 
like Matthew Henry, like Helen Keller, I want to ask you, what do you have to be thankful for? Could you stand with me right now? Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life, and that life more, more, more abundant. You can have life, but there's more. Thanksgiving is the door to more. Not being thankful gives the devil, who's only come to steal, kill, and destroy, a foothold. But I want the more. I want that life and life more abundantly. Amen. I'm thankful, Lord, for all that you've done. Ephesians 3.20, the Lord is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Everybody say more. That's more. He wants to do more in your life. More in your world. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. But the door to more is thanksgiving. I don't want to cut myself off from the more because I'm unthankful. I don't want to open up a, a, a door to the devil because I'm unthankful. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Isaiah 9, 7. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Ever expanding kingdom of God. Everybody say more. I want more peace Lord. Well. Thanksgiving is the door. To more. The door to more. Thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I want to encourage somebody today. You don't have to have all. Your stuff together. You don't have to have this puzzle all put together. You can have pieces missing. You know, it's like Scripture says, you could have gotten here a little, there a little, over here a little bit more, but I don't have this right here. Well, why don't you just thank God for this little and this little and this little until the rest comes in. I'm going to thank Him for what I have because the key to you getting the rest of it is to be thankful for what you have. Can you close your eyes with me right now? Father, in Jesus' name. The door to more is to be thankful. We learned a lesson from a leper. He didn't even know which temple to go to, Lord. He didn't have all those answers. But he ran to you. And he said, I want to thank you for what I do have. You touched me. You gave me instructions. And I want to praise you for it. And there was a deeper work that was done. Father, I believe you're wanting to do a deeper work in our lives on this Sunday before our Thanksgiving here in America. You're wanting to do a deeper work. You're wanting to do more in our lives. Father, we've had religious, you know, connections and we, we've had religious ideas that we followed after God, but we know, Lord, that you're bigger than all of that. And you want to reveal yourself to us in a very relational way, God, so that we can know you personally. We can walk with the Master personally, Father. We know that, and we're thankful for the opportunity. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed. For more information on our church, Pastor Donovan, or service times, please visit our website at golifepoint.com.